Hey, huge show coming up. So those who still have social media accounts, blast it out. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell because uh, subscriptions don't mean a whole lot. And that way you can see a video immediately before it's removed. Of course, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud for when you're on the go. And I know we've talked about it for a long time. Lotofcredit.com slash mug club, but we need you now more than ever to help support our fight. And because we want you to see that it's worth it, uh, we're offering a 30 day free trial right now. Start now, lotofcredit.com slash mug club, 30 day free trial. Enjoy the show. There's coffee. You've built quite a platform for yourself, Detective. You should be very proud. Shut the hell up, you piece of shit. to stay away from here. Stay away from here. Don't come anywhere near here. Whatever you hear, stay away. But Shapiro has the upper hand. Here he comes. Throw the gun down! What? I wish I could have looked like you. Shut Throw up! Throw the gun down! What the f are you talking about? Do you hear me, Detective? Steven. In fact, I'm trying to tell you how much I admire Throw you. Away, Steven. And you're you're pretty mud. You throw the gun down! What? Mud club. What'd you f say? It's disturbing how easy it is for a member of Mensa to join my club with a fake student ID. What the fuck? I visited your studio this morning after you left. Dance to Bogo. I tried to taste the life of a strange animal. Didn't work out, so I left a souvenir. My, my pretty tumbler. Give me the gun. What's going on over there? I, put, put the gun down. I saw you with the box. What's in the box? The fact is that I envy your give me the gun. funny life. Seems that envy is my sin. No! What's in the box? Give me the gun, Stephen. What's in the f***ing box? Well, he, he just told me. You lie! You're a f***ing liar! Shut up! Give me the gun. That's what he wants. He wants you to shoot him. Oh! No! 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 That's, that's not true. You tell me that's true. Put it down, Stephen. Tell me that's not true. Become vengeance. Crowded. Tell me my mug is all right. Become. Just give me the gun. Yeah. Tell me my mug is all right. You shoot a Jewish lawyer, Stephen. You'll be tied up in court for decades, and he no. knows it. No. no. Sven computer oh, begged for the mug's condition, Shut detective, up. and for his work visa. Which Shut up. I had promptly revoked. Shut up. Oh, didn't know. Steven, if you kill him, he will win.
turn. We can take it. We can take it. That's the sound of the week, and we can take it. We can take it, you Twitter and you YouTube sons of bitches. Sorry, right off the bat. It's been a tough week. I've been doing the guided meditation. My doctor said I needed it because I'm too stressed. And then I listen to this stuff. It, it, like on SoundCloud, I have a playlist, and the guy is talking. Release your breath. Think of nothing. I'm going, this guy's being paid to tell me to not think. I think <laughs> and then I get mad, and I call my doctor, and he says, is he a college professor? Point. Is he a college professor on the I side? I have no idea. I don't know. He's trying to get me banned from SMU. We have Paul Joseph Watts on the show, at Prison Planet, on the nice. show today. And then, of course, we have an update with my lawyer, Bill Richmond. A lot of big stuff going on with the Twitters, with the YouTubes, and some things that we can't necessarily mention, but we'll talk about next week at SMU, March 22nd. Producing with me in video studio, you can follow him on Twitter at NotGayJared. I'd say me at S. Crowder, but you, <laughs> I can't talk to you right now. Your photoshops, your hmm. comments, your videos. I fulfill my legal obligations. Drawing conclusions will be good. Be good. You know, Twitter jail cuisine. Nothing but soy. Twitter jail cuisine, nothing but the soy. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. I think that that should be cuisine in jail jail. Mm. <laughs> I don't understand the logic behind giving them protein to make them stronger. Give them uteruses. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's better. Let's send them Dry. back into society weaker than when they went in. Let's <laughs> give them estrogen. At G. Morgan Jr., simplifiedwine.com. What's the wine of the day? Wine of the day. Continuing the theme, capture. Capture. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Just like when you capture the gaze of a studly man. Ooh, somebody gaze. No. And uh, you ready for the uh, the research, the overlays there, Sven Computer? Yes, baby. And you're, you're the one who got us into this mess. So yeah. thank you. Thank you, Sven Computer. Told you you'd be a legend, just not the way you thought. So uh, we are, by the way, we're going to be talking with Bill Richmond. We're going to be getting this video back up somehow. If you're watching on YouTube and you missed the video, join Mug Club. You can watch it there. Uh, anything else? No? It's, it's there for now. It's, yeah, it's, it's there. there for now. They're threatening us with the legal action, but we don't follow oh, YouTube like policies. We follow the actual law. We follow the law, YouTube. Fallout Boy has announced... An anti-gun concert for the March for Our Lives rally with Pete Wentz claiming, we want to be the soundtrack for gun control. So do we. <laughs> Please, everyone, when you think of modern day, when you think of the modern day gun control movement, so do we. Think of these guys. So do we. <laughs> I'm sure this has nothing to do with their lack of relevance for the last decade. No. Plus. Yes. <laughs> Counting. Nothing. No, you're right. No. Yes, Fallout Boy. When it comes to saying no to guns and gun-related imagery, you'll be number one with a bullet. A loaded gun complex. Cock it and pull it in your mouth. <laughs> we will start a campaign <laughs> to make sure that you are the face of the gun control movement. Yeah. By the way, in the least surprising news of the day, a baker from France has been fined 3,000 euros for working too much. <laughs> a baker from the small town of Lusigny-Dans-Zunibars, and I'm French, I can't even read it. Know that. In northeastern France was fined 3,000 euros for working seven days a week, the law imposing uh, a weekly day of rest for all workers. But Cédric Vevre kept his bakery open all week in the summer of 2017. Damn him. And we got a scoop, I think. I actually think to discuss this, because it's confusing to a lot of Americans, yeah. is um, the yeah. ambassador to the United States, Ambassador French. Thank you for being here, sir. Yes, of course, Stephen. So you find this man 3,000 euros just for working on a Sunday? Do I Yes, well, that, you right? see, he, he broke the law. You, you, you can't work seven days a week. That is the law mm -hmm. in France. And uh, without laws, we are just like, you see, j j just like the animals. Oh, it's interesting. I thought France was largely secular, so enforcing the Sabbath laws was surprising to me. I'm, I'm sorry, what was that? The, the Sabbath laws. No. No, you're confused. There are no sad baths in France. 
Because here in France, we don't take baths. A little on the nose. No, Sabbath. The day of rest, you don't work on the Sabbath. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I, I, I understand. Now, this law has not come from some uh, archaic religion. No, 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 no. Oh, no? You, you see, it's because we are, uh, how you say, lazy p Okay, thank you, Mr. Ambassador French. We I contribute nothing, Stephen. I know, thank you. Uh, I wish that would have gone better, but I didn't expect it to. It's about like this week. <laughs> An Oklahoma mom, there's other news, and we're going to be talking about some more legal issues with social Oklahoma media. and India. I feel like we need an Oklahoma watch at this point. No, yeah. I think we need more of an India watch. More of an India watch, for sure. I know watches to have at this point, really. Well, except they don't have watches in India. The technology okay. hasn't gotten on <laughs> Really? They're waiting for that. Well, not only the watches, the wheel that. hasn't gotten there. So if they saw a watch, they wouldn't know what to do with it. <laughs> and banned. An Oklahoma mom uh, who actually once married her son. <laughs> this is a real story. Will now go to jail... For marrying her daughter. <laughs> this comes from WFAA. For her part in marrying her daughter two years after she was legally allowed to contact her children following an annulled marriage to her biological son, Patricia Spann will serve time in jail. So the interesting part is the detaining officer released a statement that Patricia Spann will receive, quote, eight years probation for the crime of uh, felony incest. Then he clarified the crime of felony lesbian incest, and he was immediately banned from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, upon hearing the news, uh, Farrakhan himself blamed the filthy Jews. Yeah, that's not a that's an actual tweet. That's, a, that's verified. <laughs> it's not no libel. One took over his account. <laughs> no one took over his that account. Was him. Twitter tested. Jack approved. Yeah. Boy, there's a chick with some serious daddy slash brother issues. They're Dean Cain fans. They both had Superman shirts on. Did they? <laughs> yeah, they did in the picture. They just think we have a super relationship. Super. It's going to serve eight years for felony incest, but save a ton. On last name paperwork. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Why can't you just marry your son like a decent person? Sorry, as soon as you start doing that lesbian sh things got out of hand. You need to have, we, we are not animals. We are not animals. <laughs> Keep your brother is perfectly good. <laughs> Keep it straight. Your grandpappy had a flipper, your pappy had a flipper, and he'll have a flipper. His granddaddy for him. <laughs> United oh. Airlines, by the way, accidentally flew a German shipper to Japan instead of Kansas. Yeah, that's a story. Can it comes to us from Newsweek. Sucks. When Crosswindle arrived at Kansas City Airport, the family went to the cargo facility to pick up the 10-year-old German shepherd. Ergo, instead of their dog, the Swindle family were handed a Great Dane <laughs> who was scheduled to fly to Japan. But wait, his family's in Kansas and he's in Japan. Wait, his family's in Kansas and he's... In Japan. The luck of that dog <laughs> to land his ass in the one Asian country that doesn't see him as fine cuisine. <laughs> he could have so easily been rerouted to Vietnam. Yeah, or China. Uh, or Korea. Or Thailand. Or Taiwan. Or Indonesia, mm. I think. That Disney film would be All Dogs Go to Kettle. And then Tommy Loren would kick them. What's the, <laughs> what's the story? Tommy Loren kicked the send computer. You were telling me this. Tommy Loren kicked a dog? Oh, a puppy. She's, she's now denying it, but she had a video on her social media saying that she kicked her dog because she, the dog interrupted her during an interview on Fox and Friends. <laughs> oh, okay. So she, Great like, for she, ratings. She Great shooed ratings. it away. Yeah. yeah. She, did she shoot it away? She said, I, I had to kick you five times. Oh, God, that seems excessive. <laughs> Five times? And you know there's videographic evidence because they have the leg cam. Yeah. This is the, this is <laughs> yeah, the this one is time yeah, a exactly. producer in the control room at Fox is going, 
Get off the leg cam! <laughs> get that, get that bitch off the leg. No, the other bitch. No, no, not no. The, the dog. I'm sorry. The dog. I'm get the sorry, dog off. You're saying you want to. You're saying you want to see your gams? No, I'm saying the opposite of that. <laughs> sorry, I'm confused. <laughs> I don't understand. What don't you want? This is literally the first time I've yeah, ever heard ever. these words in that order out of your mouth. <laughs> sorry, Tommy. She Sorry. doesn't watch this show. Yeah, this okay. will be sent to her if it's not banned. Ford is now, by the way, for people out there, we want to do a public service. Uh, Ford yeah. is recalling 1.4 million cars, which, you know, sometimes it's like because of, uh, sometimes there are problems with brake pads, yeah. or sometimes you have the circuit board. No, it's because steering wheels are coming off. <laughs> Seems important. Yeah. <laughs> kind of pivotal. <laughs> See, this is why I hate the idea of be American. Well, it was a be American, buy American. Yeah. And I've always said, be American, buy the best. And, and sometimes the best isn't American made. Okay, sometimes even, the be sometimes American-made can kill you. Now you see here, boy, that's American-made steel. That is from American union workers, American-made. You can't put a price on that. Shut up. Our Trump who art in the White House, hallowed be thy winning, thy will be done. But we need more fucking tariffs! I guess also Lincoln's, by the way, we should do that if, if for anyone who's out there yeah. who's yeah. actually taking this. I imagine the worst part of this whole thing is having the air to plug deploy, deploy in your d yeah. as you hold it in your lap. The air to plug? I don't know air what that is. I don't know. I guess this is a new this is a new safety device that we haven't heard of yet. <laughs> It'll be recalled. Because don't worry. Ford just put it in there mm. instead of a steering wheel. Um, all right, listen. Do you know what? Can I? Can I just, we usually do a meat segment, we get in here, we have a ton of research, and this has been a stressful week for people who don't know. I've been Twitter uh, banned for the video we sent, it. by the way, Sven Computer, thank you for going, you did a great job with that. Uh, really do, I think you did a great job. For people who want to watch it, go to Mug Club. Do you guys just mind if I take take a few take minutes? It, usually we go, we go into something, we say, let's dive into a topic, and people use it to, to educate themselves, and educate their professors, and use it to rebut maybe Vox on gun control. So let me ask you a question first off, because we've been dealing with it this week. Do you feel there's a generation gap between those in the social media fray right now, uh, the ones who are obviously censoring different points of view, right of center points of view, and the old conservative mm. guard, because that's what I've been running into. Um, I have not been as upset, what well, you expect this from the left. People have been saying, for example, that Twitter and YouTube, they shouldn't have banned the video. But then we've had a lot of conservatives this week who've been criticizing us saying, well, sh sure, it was entertaining, but really, how constructive was it? I, I, I wrote, I, I wrote, I, I read somebody writing that. It was entertaining, but was it constructive to send in uh, Sven Computer to the gender nonconforming? <laughs> it was entertaining, but was it constructive? You just answered your own damn question. The point, you missed it. Was it, exactly, was it entertaining? That's the point. You're talking, by the way, to the creators of Change My Mind, where millions upon millions of plays of nothing more than me sitting down with a stool in enemy territory being bombarded and trying to be as constructive as humanly possible. And by the way, this is a late night show. Do you think anyone has ever asked? I, I don't know how constructive it is for Carson to do the, the Zoltar bit. I don't know how constructive Letterman's top 10 is. You know, we don't want to be constructive all the time. So that's what this is. If you're talking about, if we're talking about the banning, we're talking about the legal issues, we'll talk more about that with Bill Richmond after that. You're either in or you're out. You understand how this works or you don't, whether you, whether you support the idea of the content or not. And these conservatives, we run into you guys all the time. You bitch and you say, well, why does Jimmy Kimmel get to use his platform for politics? I'm not going to tune into the Oscars. But you know why? Because he spent years being entertaining. If people are going to hold us to that standard where every single thing we say has to be like Rush Limbaugh's cheering on, dear leader, let me, we're not the show for you. 
Was it constructive? It was hysterical. <laughs> I pissed myself laughing. And if that's what determines whether you support us or these people support us not and fighting these behemoths of fascist censorship bastions of assholism, okay, then piss off. Don't watch their show. How's that for constructive? I expect this. I expect this from the left. I expect them to try and silence us. But to see conservatives going, well, I would support you if you didn't do something that was a, could it be a little more constructive? Could it be a lecture? By the way, as far as constructive, there's a reason this video was removed. The left understands the scope of what we're doing. Okay, the old stick in the mud right vanguard has no idea. You bet your ass the left thinks it's constructive. That's why they had a hair-triggered, double-barreled machine gun ready for all of the platforms to remove this video because they realized how constructive it was in making the left looking like the silly LGBTQ AAIP two-spirited dumbasses that they are. That's why we don't like to talk about our numbers. We don't go out and brag. That's not what we're based on. We've been focusing on content, creating more content than ever, but we cannot hire people fast enough to keep up with the growth, which is a blessing and for which we are eternally grateful. But that's because we were too busy being unconstructive while you were sermonizing to 85-year-old geriatrics who want to stock up on self-lubricating pocket catheters. The left understands how dangerous we are. And all they do is run a clip of the latest, by the way, the latest rant. The latest conservative rant or gotcha segment on Fox and Friends. They just run it on The View and go, see? Ha. Huh. They just run the latest NRA clip and go, see? They don't even need to rebut it. They just hit play and laugh if you think that's constructive. That's what they do to conservatives' constructive content. By the way, it's just like what we do on the flip side with Samantha Bee or Trevor Noah. We don't need to rebut it. Their, their unfunniness is their own rebuttal. Now guess who these leftist sites never roll? Us. Our content will get folds more plays. This is the type of break. Our content will get folds more plays than these hosts on the left, than the Kimmels, than the Seth Meyers, than the Jimmy Fallons, with a fraction, and I mean fraction of the staff, and I mean a fantastic staff. But we are talking pennies on the dollar when you're talking about hirees, employees, and the left doesn't play it. Oh, here's the thing. They try to remove it. Behind the scenes, they Twitter ban like you saw, they Facebook throttle, they try to get dozens of videos removed from our channel on YouTube. We deal with this all the time, but they never ever utter the phrase or the words louder with Crowder. For the left, we're like Candyman. They're afraid if they say our name three times in the mirror, we'll show up and rape them with their own power tools, mind you. Their own power tools of entertainment and comedy. And by the way, we will. We will show up and sexually accost, speaking of this metaphorically, of course, the left, I'm speaking metaphorically, metaphorically, of course. We will show up. We will do this. And we do it. We do so many things. We have a lawyer on retainer to fight this. Every dollar you give us, every dollar you spend that goes into Mug Club goes into providing more free content and making sure that the path is still open for you. We're not like the Sarah Silvermans. We're not like the Amy Schumers. We're not like the shock jock comics who go up and they do a bunch of dirty jokes and then they say, you know what? You really shouldn't say gay. We open the door behind us and we hope that you can draft in. And we do it for you. Yeah, you know, it's been a really stressful week. Hell, it's been a really stressful year. But you know, it's been a stressful week for us just as much, really, I would say more so because of the old conservative guard as it's been for the left trying to silence us, which is why we're so grateful for people like you who do watch and who do share and who ju do join over there at Mush Mug Club. Watch, I say Jew watch. There's going to be another Daily Stormer <laughs> thing. Jew. And then another Forget teacher's the going to try and get me banned from SMU. This week, it's been Twitter. It's been YouTube. It's been Facebook, which you don't even know about. It's been South by Southwest. You bet your ass that we've had a rough go, but every dollar we get from you joining Mug Club, that we get from you supporting the sponsors, buying the merch, will go to fighting this with everything we got. Because despite the fact that we have a giant ass target on our back, we know that you have ours. And who cares if the old stodgy Republicans don't have your back? We do.
We do. This is where we are this week. It's been stressful, but it's also been a relief. Let me ask you, you have values that don't line up with your professors maybe if you're in college, you're a college student. We know, we look at our demographics. Maybe your values don't line up with your peers. Maybe it doesn't line up with the social media elite. You feel like you don't quite fit in with the, the Oscars elite crowd, but you're also maybe not welcome at the young Republican parties and conventions. You feel like a misfit. You're tired of fighting the whole damn world and you wish that there were people out there like you. Well, here we are. Here we are. We've got food, we've got beer, laughs, guns, and mugs, and you're welcome to stay as long as you want. And if that doesn't seem kosher to you, if you think that's not constructive, if you're not willing to take up arms and grow a pair, this just isn't the place for you. How about that? Hit the unsubscribe button. If you want to fight, if you want to show your war face, subscribe, join Mug Club, hit the notification button because that way you at least see it before it gets taken down within minutes. And we will be talking with Paul Joseph Watson and then our lawyer to update you. I'm sorry. I, I hope I've earned the right to do that every now and then. Toughest man you've ever seen wearing a girdle. That is the. T <laughs> I don't know. In case you didn't know, it I don't know. I've been to everything in. I've been to San Francisco. Before the removing of the video from the YouTube, before the stuff that's happened with Facebook that we can't exactly talk about, before the temporary Twitter ban, which could be a permanent Twitter ban, I threw out my back. You did entirely. Dick move. Anyway, our next guest, I love him. He's a sweet-looking chap. I think that's what they call him over there. It's been a while since he's been on. And uh, he's also been at the, uh, this, uh, the end of the rifle of, uh, mm. I guess, what we'd call, what would we call it? Big Tech? I don't know. You follow him, you love him on Twitter at Prison Planet. How are you, Mr. Watson? Hey, I'm good, Steve, and good to be back. Well, I don't, that doesn't sound convincing at all. So, hey, <laughs> first question, why do you keep, the, the map seems to get increasingly wrinkly. <laughs> it's, it's it needs ironing it needs ironing it's because i keep moving house and i keep having to fold it up and then unpack it again so it needs ironing <laughs> is this because you had to like because you had to move out due to the muslim encroachment of your previous neighborhood no i live in exactly the same neighborhood just moved to a better place <laughs> just rebuttal to flat earth theorist yes exactly i have to keep Re jumping around from year to year to evade detection from you know, tolerant, peaceful liberals. Yeah, exactly. Well, the catch-22 is if you want to carry a firearm in the United States, you have to list your new address anyway. So I'm not listed, but There's I need no to protect myself. carrying a firearm, don't worry. Yes, I know, <laughs> because you're in a land where you have no freedom. Paul, uh, have you been... Let's think about it. Paul Watson. Paul Joseph Watson. It's missing the Joseph. I can't think of a more English-sounding name. Is that like... I mean, I was going to say, is that like John Smith over there in the UK? But I, that, I suppose that would just be John Smith. Well, I only use I use the middle name because Paul Watson is that big environmentalist Sea Shepherd guy, so I have to mm. differentiate between him. He probably hates me, by the way. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he does. He's like, oh, Joseph! Except the guy you own, StephenCrowder.com. 
Yeah, there was a guy who on stevencrowder.com tried to shake me down for tens of thousands of dollars and then said, hey, man, we both come to the same cross. I was like, what? Your cross is a prick? Because <laughs> uh, that's not what I do. Yeah, I tried to pull the Christian card, and I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, we're in. like, so $100 million. All right, Paul, what, what, what have you... Uh, had what have you experienced yourself as it comes to YouTube and Twitter and Facebook? You've been pretty good for the most part, and I don't think you've had a ton of suspensions or removals, right? Um, what I'm finding now is, like, I dig back through old videos on YouTube. So, for example, it's like almost two years ago, I made a video called "F the Pope." Went back and they put it in limited state. You know, right? What that is, they put it behind like a wall where nobody can find it unless they got the direct link. So they don't even send you an email. They don't even notify you. It's like, oh, this video's disappeared. This video's disappeared. There was one about um, Trump retweeting Britain first. And the first sentence was, Trump was dumb for retweeting Britain first. Banned. Appealed it. It came back after it got like national newspaper attention. I went back like two days ago. It's been banned again. So even <laughs> videos that have been appealed and are back online, they ban them a second Wait, this time. This was banned because you said Trump is dumb? It was, I think it was just Britain first in the headline of the video, the reason it was banned. Wow. I mean, now they're like, if you put hate, if you like put I hate pineapple pizza in the title of a video, that's banned because you can't have hate in the title. It's getting increasingly insane. There was um, a tweet I put out today. You know, people on Twitter who like your YouTube video, the one that got you in the big trouble. Yeah, I know. They're, all, know getting, the, they're all getting, they're all getting, we've advised yeah, them, like, don't like post it. It's like an automated it. tweet. Like it's not even, they haven't even written it. It's like, if you like a video on YouTube, it automatically tweets you liked the video. Banned for seven days. <laughs> absolute, <laughs> I know, please, by the way, incredible. please, can you help us and tweet obviously this out tonight, but let them know because I can't. None of us can. I think not gay Jared can tweet now. Yeah. I was banned for Let them know to not tweet it out. We appreciate them on it, but please do not support us and post this video. You will get Twitter banned just for liking Bitted our video. Of the internet. <laughs> the thing, you know, the thing that annoys me about all this, right? It, this all came down the pipeline after Charlottesville about the contrived hysteria over the alt-right. You know, the alt-right, the actual alt-right, which the left thinks is everyone right of Michael Moore, but it isn't. The actual alt-right they don't get affected by the censorship. If their YouTube channel gets taken down, they've got such a tiny platform to begin with. Right. They just start a new channel and no one even notices. I mean, this is the point I make over and over again. The left loves the alt-right because they use them as a stick to bash us over the head with. You know, you can. Richard Spencer has a speech. There's more cameras in the audience than people in the audience. Right. I mean, their only platform is the mainstream media. Right. The mainstream media loves them because they use them to bash us, to, you know, portray us as extremists as well, on the That's fringe. what we just talked about at SMU, this, this UT Arlington professor. Uh, who who was posting these saying we need to get him we need to get him banned from SMU was posting fake memes of me posted by the what is it the storm I don't know the Daily Stormer Daily Stormer yeah. because they thought I was Jewish right because I support Israel's right to exist so they did a bunch of anti-Semitic memes and then when people found out I wasn't Jewish they said oh let's tattoo swastikas on him and Photoshop it and have a whole bunch of anti-Semitic memes and racist memes to try and ruin his career this guy by the way I I don't go around filing uh, filing violations on social media willy nilly. That's libel. That's illegal to do, right? Saying Steven Crowder said kill all the N-words or whatever it is that they say. And I go, hey, I didn't say that. That can't be up there. It's Twitter all... manually reviewed it, said it's okay, and a professor is now using it to try and get me banned from campus. It's not, are there standards? And do conservatives, if conservatives violate the standards of Twitter, fine. If conservatives violate the standards of YouTube because they just say we don't want your point of view, they can do that. It is about standards being applied 
equally. That is the standard. That is the measurement for law. Is it applied equally? Um, sorry, Jared, you were going to say something. Uh, I was just saying, they're also offensively poor photoshops. I just want to throw that out there. It fooled the professor. <laughs> the professor. <laughs> they, they can't even get the photoshops right. The, 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 the one about Twitter writing your ad copy and then later banning banning <laughs> that. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Uh, no, they literally, <laughs> we literally have a paper trail a mile long of them of, of them going, hey, you should advertise with us. I don't know. I should. Well, if you advertise with us, the great thing about Twitter is you get to you get to keep the tw followers you, you you get, and they do the same th they do the same thing everywhere else. All these social media sites. I'm like, well, I don't know. Well, let's get you on with one of our Twitter social media expert analysts who just came out of college, and he goes, yeah. Well, what would you like to write? And I don't know. Should, let me try out five of these. Yeah, those are good. Let's sample those and find out which ones are most effective. Hey, great news. This one's most effective. Do you give me the authorization to increase the budget? Sure. By the way, it's now banned. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most egregious and plain stupid example I think I've ever heard about. But I mean, the point is, the wider point, there was a, you know, Niall Ferguson, noted British historian, gave a talk a few days ago. He came out and said, look, Trump would not have won the election without Facebook. In the past six weeks or even less, Trump's lost 45% of his Facebook engagement traffic. There was a Western journalism study that came out a couple of days ago. Liberal sites are plus two since the Facebook algorithm change. Conservative sites are minus 14% in terms of engagement. Now, right. if you take Fox News out of the equation, for whatever reason, they've gone way up over the past six weeks. You take them out, I the top 12 why. conservative sites on Facebook are down in terms of engagement traffic, 32%. Yeah. This is going to decide elections. This is what Niall Ferguson said in his talk. This will decide elections. Silicon Valley is now deciding elections. Well, here's the that's a very important point. And actually, the Western journalism guys were asking to, to come on this show, but um, not necessarily the most entertaining folks. We were like, let's, let's, let's find a pocket for you later. Uh, but uh, yeah, you, you, the important thing there is not just Donald Trump, because people can say, well, he's made some bad decisions. He's pissed off conservatives. Um, but like you said, across the board, and also people could say midterms, right? Midterms, obviously the opposition party tends to do better, but across the board for conservatives, not only conservatives, but this, but this includes libertarians. Mm -hmm. This includes people like us, comedians, who just happen to be right of center, doing more poorly. And it doesn't correlate with the television numbers, by the way, of some of these other pages. That's what's important. It is not consistent at all. It clearly is. And by the way, Gizmodo and Gadget, they wrote that article where it was admitted from Facebook. Yeah. We dealt with them out of court. They admitted to manually throttling my page. Here's my question to you, Paul, because obviously you work under the, the, the bigger umbrella with InfoWars. People know you. Um, we don't want to just, people just, we have a lawyer on retainer, right? We have one of the, we have one of the top 100 lawyers in all of Texas, uh, period, on retainer. We made it a part of our business model because we said we know this is coming. It doesn't help conservatives for people to just bitch and then not take legal action. I know you guys have, have, have taken some actions, right? I mean, what would you advise people do if this, this kind of thing happens? We've got to make it sting, and we've got to make it sting together. You've got to take legal action. Like, this has been a relentless purge. It's all still based on that butthurt but over the election, but over the last few months, it's lawsuit after lawsuit. Like, we get one almost every week now. They're all frivolous. It's like the Pepe the Frog creator saying that we violated his copyright. Oh, but you gave an interview in 2015 saying... Everyone can profit off of Pepe the Frog. So there's a poster with Pepe in it. We, we, we didn't even design it. We sell it. That's frivolous. You know, we've got all kinds of stuff going on. that It's keeping us on the ropes. And quite frankly, this is boring to have to whine about how we're right. being censored every single day. People get so jaded of it. 
So people should probably just spend more time and focus on the lawsuits. I talked to Alan Bakari, Breitbart senior tech editor. You know, we were talking about a march in D.C. He's like, well, everyone has a march in D.C. every Saturday. It's not even going to make a, make a mark. Yeah. Why not a big march in Silicon Valley on Google or on Facebook as one strand of, you know, a plan of action? Yeah. Why not pressure lawmakers? This is what he said to me, and he's talking to these people. Lawmakers aren't hearing about this. Constituents, conservatives aren't bitching about it enough to get it in front of them. Well, they, they one are, thing. but they're bitching about it, just saying, oh, this this happened. I will tell you, I feel like Michael Douglas and falling down because I've gotten some emails from people going like, hey, welcome to the club. Now you're like us. And I'm sitting there going, I am nothing like you. I am <laughs> nothing like you. We have a, I don't, we don't, we, that's why we did Tranny Bane and Jihadi Bond. That's what we started Mug Club. We said, you know what? We're not going to sit and piss and moan. We're going to get active. That's what we're doing today. We're going to have a parody of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers next week. We're going to have the biggest show we've ever had in our lives at SMU with over 2,000 people. Focus on the content, but take the legal action. And unfortunately, you're one of the only other people I've seen do this. You mention it when it's important. But unfortunately, a lot of conservatives out there turn their content into nothing but bitching about it. I think you do it once, then take the legal action and continue with content because that's how you win. Exactly. And set the precedent. And Democratic lawmakers, this is shoved in front of them all the time. Like they're actively talking to Twitter executives. There was a case during the uh, shortly after the October 31st attack in New York, where it was a Democratic congressman bitching about how my Infowars story was at the top of the Twitter uh, search trend for that day. It was based on a story, an imam in New York warned de Blasio that radicalization was taking place in mosques in New York. Completely accurate story. He did warn him. He provided the letter. The congressman was like, how on earth does this get to the top of Twitter? And the Twitter exec was like, yeah, well, it was gone by lunchtime. Don't worry about it. So you have them <laughs> putting pressure on Twitter at every available opportunity. That's not happening on the right. No. There was one thing with Ted Cruz last month with this Communications Decency Act, which says they have to abide by being politically neutral or they lose legal immunity for user content. So if someone posts a death threat on YouTube, YouTube's responsible for it. Right. I mean, that's one way to go. We have to get it in front of lawmakers and not just whine about it on Twitter. And we have a half Asian lawyer who will be up after this to talk about what we're doing because, yeah, listen, I've been against this. People say it needs to be regulated like a public utility, right? Like telecom companies. And I said, no, my the solution isn't big government. But I'm at the point now where when they claim, hey, 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 yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't want to, we, we don't want to have those regulations, but we are politically neutral. When they claim, when they go out and they court people to spend money with them, listen, if you spend a million dollars with YouTube and Twitter and Facebook, which by the way is not unheard of, let's say a small, people talk about the Bush tax cuts. They got some, oh, oh businesses to be making 250,000 more. A million dollars in growth and advertising spent over the course of five years is not much. And a lot of people right now are advised to spend that on social media advertising. That is a million dollars they could spend somewhere else in inventory, and they're spending it based on a lie. Like you said, I, I don't know. They might need to be regulated as public utility companies. They might need to be. I might be changing my mind on this. Before we go, uh, Paul, can you do me one favor? Can you say, I ate lunch at Google? I ate lunch at Google. I don't know why I just went, <laughs> I ate lunch at Google. I just, it feel, I feel like I'm at a, a Beatles uh, jam session. Um, American and Canadians can't tell the difference between different British accents. I do, I know it's Liverpool. Even though there's a vast difference. I know there's a big difference because when a guy, uh, there was a fighter named Terry Adam from Liverpool and when he got up on the microphone after winning a fight and started speaking, I about 
pissed myself laughing. It was so funny. But um, there, there, I get. I mean, there's Manchester is more working class, and there's London. I understand. You um, get it. You get it. Paul, so what? Uh, so what do they do? You say go to their lawmakers. So we're doing what we can specifically with our cases. Not everyone has a paper trail of Twitter t taking money and then saying, hey, w this is a violation of our policy. What can the average person do who's in the right, who isn't violating copyright? How can they fight back? You talk about getting in front of legislators. What can they do? You've talked about this. Well, I think we're going to start a campaign, which is basically a, a you know, a stock form that they can fill in and, and insert their own particular relevance into it. So we need to do that. We need to set up a process where it's automated. I mean, that's what the left does. We need to organize. That's what they're good at. That's what we're terrible at. We need to communicate. What I saw after the CNN thing, where they literally lobbied to shut down our YouTube channel, they were talking to YouTube like, oh, what about this video? What about this video? Then I had CNN people coming back at me saying, oh, we're just covering the story. No, you're not. You're in there directly communicating with YouTube execs. <laughs> Right. For particular videos that you claim a hate speech or whatever, this is a lobbying campaign. So, I mean, I after that, I said we need to declare war on the mainstream media. They had a video where they harassed a woman outside her own home, an elderly woman in Florida, clearly harassment, clearly doxing. That video was up on YouTube. Nothing whatsoever happened. So, yeah. like you said, we need to strike back. Also, with the telecommunications thing, the regulation, if you have a phone contract, with uh, T-Mobile or whoever, they don't get to ban your contract because they don't like the content of your conversations that you have with people on the phone. So I'm warming more towards some kind of regulation, maybe some kind of internet bill of rights is another way to go. I think but they should have, have to, to sign on to it. I think Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook should be given the option. You don't have to, but if you lose your immunity, Right? You lose your immunity here if you don't sign on to, okay, we are a politically neutral platform. You allow an a full, deeply rooted investigation so we know that your algorithms are fair. We get to do a full manual review or, or you don't get to play nice or you don't get yeah, this benefit. Th that's what needs to happen. They have to choose. They can't, they, right now they're having the best of all worlds. And by the way, for people out there, obey the law. These people have their own, like YouTube is a good example, right? They say, well, someone com complained it was a violation of privacy. Well, we recorded South by Southwest, where it's a single-party consent state, and actually they allow you to film at some of these uh, events for the first five minutes, particularly at meetups. Either way, the law says you can't. Well, they say our policy says you can't because somebody didn't like what they did. Well, bye-bye investigative journalism. Meanwhile, libelous videos or claims, like, for example, videos out there saying that I want to exterminate the Jews, and I say, hey, can you manually review this? And Twitter says, no, no, that's fine. That is illegal. That's actually liable and slander. Oh, yeah. You can lose in court. So their policies don't follow the law, and they even allow criminal activity to occur on their platform. There needs to be legal ramifications. So I know, I hope you spearhead it uh, along with us, and we, 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 this is the shot heard around the world. I mean, it, they would be more sensible to just do the shadow banning and the algorithm changes, because you can't really prove either way if that's happening. Yeah. There was a study by a psychologist called Robert Epstein. He found that Google's ranking algorithm in terms of one candidate versus another, positive stories ranked above negative stories, they could influence the outcome of 25% of all national elections. That is the power of the algorithm. So that's going to be a big battle as well. But when they target individuals and just create all this resentment, they're going to create a rod for their own back. The backlash has already started and it's going to get bigger.
A rod for my back actually sounds good right now. I might stabilize it. This girdle isn't quite doing the whole trick. Good point, though, and it's shocking that they're doing all of this. They're throttling and they're banning and they're censoring, and we are still winning. The right is still taking it to yeah, them. Imagine if we weren't being censored and dragged down by this. We'd be absolutely crushing them. And instead of being whiny little... and they don't. Right, exactly. Instead of being whiny bitches, like a lot of people out there are, getting active. And by the way, like we said, of the old stodgy conservatives who don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to like it. Just get out of the way and let us do our thing. Paul Joseph Watson at Prison Planet on Twitter. Always nice to speak with you, sir. Again, let your fans know, do not support that video. Don't tweet it out yet. <laughs> you don't want it. I'll make sure to let them know, Stephen. All right, we will be back. A lawyer, I think. Yeah. March 22nd. SMU. Dallas, Texas. Prepares for the greatest show on Earth. I'm free! Get it. I'm free What? Can I come inside, guys? Beep, beep. No, no, go away! But it's raining out here. Beep. Does our Apple Care cover that? What's it? No, no, it covers the manufacturer defects. Does it cover water like that negligence? So, so, do you think we should maybe? Should I? Just, just be okay, safe. Just, yeah. okay. And I'm free! I'm free falling! Free! I'm free falling! Hello, Lada with Crowder viewers. Hopper here. Don't forget that you can listen to the, the podcast on the go on iTunes and SoundCloud on uh, the audio you can download it and you can listen at your leisure <laughs> And lost, says that song from our lovely, uh, lovely friend Pogo. You know what else? It's better to have fought and lost. Mm. And that's what we say. We are, we are swinging as hard as we possibly can. Uh, that's why, even though we had him on this week, a lot of updates. So I want to bring him back on my half-Asian lawyer, a good friend of the show, Bill Richmond. How are you, sir? Doing well. Glad to be here. Good. I'm glad to have you here. Now, before we move on, just so people kind of understand this, first off, how many times have you won uh, or been awarded the title of best business lawyer in Dallas? Uh, three times. Three times. Okay. And how many times have you been among the top 100 young lawyers in all of Texas, period? I think it's two times. And are you expensive to have on hire? Exceptionally. Okay. <laughs> and how much do you just want to see Twitter and the social media behemoths pay for their crimes against humanity? Uh, I don't know that the words can adequately describe it, but my body shakes and shakes and shakes when I think about it. Well, good, and we're glad that we, we, have, we have this man on retainer. Mm. He has equity in our company, I believe. I'm not sure, but we're, we're keeping him because we need him. This half Asian it's a part shaking? of our business plan. Uh, first off, let me ask you, what have you done with uh, that Charles Hermes character? He was a professor, lecturer, I don't know if there's anything, at UTD, no, UT Arlington. Oh, falsely spreading false Nazi memes of myself to try and get the March 22nd SMU show canceled. What have you done with that, uh, with that jump? 
Uh, the legal definition of what I sent was a love note uh, <laughs> requesting a retraction and a correction. There, there's some great things under Texas law that allow us to say, hey, if you make a false statement and you're causing issues, you should make a retraction or correction if you want to deal with the issue. And so we've given him an opportunity to do the right thing and not just delete the tweet or delete the post, but to actually do the right thing here. We'll see. We'll see what he does. Okay. And for the record, by the way, it seems like the show is unaffected March 22nd at SMU thus far. But by and large, that's because of Twitter has not made a phone call yet. No, Twitter's not made a phone call. Two quick follow-up questions on that. In Texas, where the video that was removed from YouTube was filmed, I just want to make sure people, is is Texas a single party or two-party consent state? Single party. Okay. Um, Another question, I guess, is... uh, when someone puts a quote next to us and says that you said this thing, for example, like kill all the Jews or whatever it is, and knowingly spreads false information, what is the legal term for that? Defamation, or if in writing, libel. Okay. Is that illegal? It is against the statutes of this great state. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. What are we doing with that video that was removed on YouTube uh, to get it back on YouTube to try and play ball and be as, be as, uh, as, 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 to be as, as much of a partner as we can? Uh, I think we're shooting in the dark and guessing because no one wants to actually say with specificity what the alleged issue is. But what the actual actions we're taking are blurring. We're, we're blurring things out. We're blurring more things out. We're blurring any possibility of a name or a face of people who were in a public place knowingly being filmed, who were actually happy they were being filmed until they realized that they weren't necessarily being filmed in a particularly friendly way. Um, and then it kind of turned around. Right. No, exactly. I, I should note to people who don't know, who haven't been following, who aren't Mug Club members, we were hit with a, a privacy violation. Now, usually if someone says there's a privacy violation, first off, you know, there's, there's laws and then there's policies from these social media. Giants. And what's crazy is that sometimes they actually go further than the law, even if you're following the law. And then sometimes yeah, they, are, they yeah. allow criminal acts like libel to take place on their platform after a manual review. So you can't know what's law and what's policy. That's hard work to track. We down. were just told it was a, someone complained about privacy. And the time code was the entire, was the entire video, duration, was the entire duration <laughs> of the video. So Bill just said, listen, blur every face, every name. Okay, let's try and play ball. Uh, we're blur trying all to- the things. Blur. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but, but it's, it's, it's shooting in the dark because really the, the way that this system works is they can only be very, um, you know, selective in their application of the rules if they're unclear as to what the rules are. Because right. if everyone knew what the rules were, They'd be able to say, that's wrong, that's right. But what they like to do is say, well, there's no one to talk to, there's no one available, the rules kind of changed, we're not sure how you interpret our own rules, and then you get situations where people within the own organization are doing whatever they want, and unfortunately what they want is to silence voices on the right. Right, and exactly, like we said to people, we don't want to just keep plugging it, but that's why Mug Club exists, CRTV, ladderwithcutter.com slash mug club. We do obey the law in the way that we create our content, Mm -hmm. and those are the policies we have. So you can go watch it there because we are not looking to break the law. And uh, we'll blow everything in track. Let me, let me follow up. Final question. What exactly are uh, you going to be doing with Twitter? So Twitter was the video. It just said it was a violation of content. We also, obviously, the longstanding history. We talked about running ads that they helped create and then banning the ads. Uh, what, what are you doing with Twitter? Can you say? So we've got, I, I, the only thing I can say right now is we're, we're making an all-out effort to be able to hit them in all channels of communication to let them know that this is a serious issue that they have to fix immediately. Uh, unfortunately, they, they, that's the policy that they use, kind of de facto policy of whoever makes the loudest noise might 
get some relief from these draconian random applications of the rules. For everything else, I'm going to have to save it for the March 22nd show in SMU. I'll give an announcement and update then and uh, kind of reveal a little bit more once things become more public of exactly the steps we're taking. Okay, so at SMU, March 22nd, half-Asian lawyer Bill Richmond going to have some major announcements. Announce, announcements. I forgot my C's. And uh, it's going to be one hell of a party. Thank you, Bill. We're glad to have you in our corner. Glad to be here. All right, we'll talk with you after, we're, after the show, actually, because I have to clear things with him. Now, all right, hear ye, hear ye. This week's double secret patriarchy meeting is now in session. All present say aye. Aye. Wonderful. Now, first item up for discussion, we've heard a lot of rumblings from angry women, and we're looking for ways to preserve our secretive yet long-standing rape culture. Any ideas? Anyone? Come now, don't be shy. Yes, Charlie. Yeah, what if, like, when a woman wants to accuse a man of rape, like... Like, what if yes. we came up and made, like, a whole court system thing where, like, you know, to require some sort of verifiable proof, you know, like, convict somebody? Thereby hiding rape culture under the guise of innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. My lord, that's brilliant, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, it could be, like, a whole thing with, like, where, like judge, judges and, and, like, like due process and stuff. Due process. A foolproof system designed to preserve our rape culture. Without fail. Yeah. Airtight, those bitches won't know what hit them. Fantastic work. Now, Tom, Tom, you know that we are supposed to keep refreshments to a two per attendee maximum. You see, if you had counted the room, if you had counted the room, if you had done the research, as I have done the research, you would know there are not enough cookies for everyone in this room. Mr. Cruz. Fuck! 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 Mr. Fuck. Cruz. You want no cookies? Fuck! No cookies! my breath that time. I don't know why. It's because you've been doing all those breath exercises. Breathe in, breathe out, center yourself. Yes. Thank you so much for everyone who's been watching and supporting us. Listen, like I said, we, we never want to be those people who just uh, just complain. So we want to fill you in on what it is we're doing and why. And uh, we always want to be, you know, the always be closing. The equivalent to that for us is entertaining, suck. informative, enlightening. If it's not informative, if it's not enlightening, it better be entertaining. Here's the thing that I think is funny about that when it comes to the left. Usually the left is guilty of trying to force reality to be yeah. what they want it to be. And this is one area where conservatives tend to do that more so uh, when it comes to the way – it's all about the message to them, and they don't consider the medium. Yeah. And it's like if you want to change ideas, you have to change culture. And if you want to speak to culture, 
Their language is entertainment. And the problem is conservatives always talk about that, but then say, I don't know how constructive yeah. you're being. <laughs> so, listen, I, I, I hope you guys have come along with me, and, and you know, I've earned the right to just sort of open myself up to you a little bit earlier. I know, and I know it got a little heated, uh, but I'm going to continue that. We have a huge show, obviously, March 22nd next week. Next week, we're going to have a ton of content anyway. We have so much more Nuts. content. There may be a show Monday, or there may not, because of legal issues. We hate to say that. Uh, so stay posted if you're a Mug Club member. But I do want to thank everyone. Really, who supported us? It's been overwhelming. Um, let me tell you one thing you wanted me to clarify with Twitter. The reason I'm banned for a week, by the way, is because I was banned for 12 hours, just like uh, Nake Jared and Sven for sharing the video. And all of you who've shared the video were banned for at least 12 hours. The reason I was banned for a week was because I got subsequent infractions for scheduled tweets on my account of that video, which, by the way, once I was banned for 12 hours, you couldn't unschedule. You couldn't possibly unschedule. There was no way for me to access the account. So it was, boom, <laughs> infraction 12 hours. Okay, well let, me, well, let me go in and unschedule. You can't, you're locked out. Boom, number two infraction, which we tried to remove. Yeah. There are so many Hole in their system. Here. It's not just this victim complex from conservatives. Listen, the truth is sometimes your content sucks. Sometimes you play a, you, you play a full song from Abbey Road and it's not under parody. You're breaking the law, right? I understand that. Um, and we don't do that. We really do try and cross our T's and, and dot our I's here. And uh, it's been a stressful week. It's been a really stressful week. I think I've been doing better at handling it than I used to. Um, I think everyone here has done an amazing job handling it. Uh, uh, Mark is new. Johnny Boy has made a big difference on hire here, helping mm -hmm. keep things organized. That's why we're able to create more content, because I was having to manage this stuff, the yep. business side of things. And it's grown beyond my control. So having people like Bill, this is, this is a team effort. Um, and I was actually, fun enough, was really this week, was really, so I looked, when we had this thing, to give you an idea, just to give you an idea, to try and, I guess to try and make it relatable, because I know not everyone is, you know, works in media, and, and not everyone really relies on, social media is kind of just something that's for fun. For us, it's, it's the lifeblood of 15 employees, right? It's, it's the lifeblood of Nake Jared, of Sven Computer, of Edward the Sound Guy, of Johnny Boy, of, of Courtney, of Casey, of Rodigan, of Mark, of Garrett, of, of Aaron the intern, I mean, I'm, I'm, there's so many, of Francine, of Darren, there's so many people. Um, and we just lost Nicole last week, we talked about that. So it is, it's, it's the lifeblood of all of us, and I was pretty stressed. So imagine, you know, you wake up one morning, whatever it is that you do, and you wake up that morning, and your number two tool, Twitter, has been removed from you. Your number two business tool. Let's say you run another, you run a business, and your factory just shut down. There's no power to it. It's the equivalent to that. And then you find out an hour later, you just didn't know about it, that your number one tool has been taken away from you. Or certainly it's on the way out because a video was removed for a violation that you don't know you made and you have no way to fix it. So your biggest distributor says, no go. Well, you say, hold on a second, why? We have a contract for this? Nope. We're reneging. That's what it felt like that morning. It was, um, and I, I'm not in war. I do not compare it to what soldiers go through. Believe me, I am not. There are different levels of intensity and sadness. I'm just trying to explain to you what it is it felt like. Uh, it was very intense. I was trying to think, how can we fix this? Get on the phone with Bill. That same day, we still did a show. We did a show every single day this week. We still did shows. And we're still going to do it next week. We have a big show on the road. Uh, we have to drive Long ways in a van to SMU, and then we have Illinois the following week. I, we advertise it, but it's already full. Lotterwithcutter.com uh, uh, slash tour. Tour. Li tour live. And uh, I was really stressed and trying to, everyone's done this, keep up appearances. And I walked in, 
We had to shoot that Shining parody that you guys just saw. It's a great job, again, from the team. And Garrett, who's one of the latest hires, is, a, is an intern. Um, can't say enough good things about Garrett, about his attitude. Garrett is a can-do guy. Uh, listen, I don't think Garrett would be – Garrett is new. Garrett isn't as seasoned, so there are a lot of things he can't quite do yet, as well as some of the more technical mm -hmm. hirees. But Garrett is on top of things, a big part of our studio reorganization. I mean, this guy, he worked at a, he worked at a, um, a cinema, and he came in, and he, he brought up the term cable configuration. And he, he builds props, and he did the scar tissue for the makeup on, on the waterfront. It's just, hey, Garrett, can you help me with this? And before you finish the phrase, he's outdoing it. I can't say enough good things about Garrett as a person. And he's been doing incredibly well as an employee. We're still finding the best use for him. That's one thing you have to do as a leader, too, is find people's strengths and try to use them to the best of their ability. It's hard to do when you don't know what your work is, when you don't know what your product is, when you don't know what your distribution is because people keep taking it away from you. Um, and we were about to shoot The Shining d deal, and I was getting into wardrobe, and I looked and I saw Garrett. And he was going like this, and I put my hand on his shoulder. I said, hey, Garrett, man, what's, what's, are you okay? You, you seem stressed. He said, no, 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 I'm good. He said, you know, I'm just... Stressed is stressed is you know everyone is. So why you, you, you don't need to you don't need to be stressed. No, it's just I'm stressed for you. And it really it was one of those things where it it touched me because I realized you know this isn't just this isn't about me. These guys they depend on me, but they know that after this they they can go work somewhere else. I've closed every door in my face deliberately. I can't go work somewhere else. And Garrett actually sent me. Remember that night he sent me. Uh, sorry, just again this is this is being open with you. Proverbs 3, 5, 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean uh, not unto thine own understanding and all the ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. He sent it that night. This is a new guy who we hired um, who was genuinely stressed because he cared about me. And I know I felt that way for other people on this team. And I know that a lot of you out there, we get your letters, feel that way. And you feel as you let us into your room you let us into your home at night. A lot of you watch it on TV and you say, I really feel like there's a connection. You know, I really feel like I'm alone out there. And it, it, it made me, you know, there's a lot of stress with this. It's not about Twitter. It's not about Facebook. It's not about trolling. It's about being responsible for the livelihoods of 15 people. And it also made me realize, you know what? We're going to fight this as hard as we can. But I know that people here understand that if we fight as hard and, and we, we lose, it's okay. It's okay because we all know that we're putting, when you know that you've put in as much effort as you possibly can and you, and you still, you come up short, it's a tough pill to swallow, but it is one that you can swallow. One you can't swallow is say, ah, I could have done this or I knew I should have changed that. It was just one of those moments. I looked at him and he was stressed. There was really no reason for him to be stressed. Listen, Garrett, Garrett is effectively uh, an intern. He's a new guy. He does everything that we need him to do, but he's not dealing with lawyers. He wasn't on the conference calls all day with Bill and sending out cease and desist lawyers and trying to make sure that the show at SMU happens. He didn't have to deal with that stress, but he helped burden it for me. And I think, I've seen him do it with other people in the office. I've seen not gay Jared do it. I've seen, I've seen Aaron the intern. I've seen Courtney do it. I've seen every single person in this office do it at some point. And I've seen every single person out there do it at some point for other people in the movement. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than the team. And you don't, if, if you don't, if you want to rip stuff off for free on BitTorrent or whatever, you can do that. We've tried to just make the content valuable enough that you want to support us. And if you support us, I think we made it pretty clear that we're not going away. We're going to be fighting harder and harder. And the reason we're able to do it is because this is a very different team. The hiring process, you know, Nicole, we just had to let go. That was 500 applicants mm -hmm. for her with a golden ticket. 500 applicants. And she had to leave because she was sick. She was very sick. And thank you so much again to people who reached out. Doctors have reached out to her and specialists. And she apologized to me. 
because she felt like she was a part of something special. And I feel like I'm a part of something special getting to know these people and work with these people. That's why we have Bill on Retainer. And by the way, there was a time when we were so inundated with the, that, that Bill did work for us for free. Mm -hmm. The guy, top business lawyer in the state, did work for us for free because he said, okay, I get it. And I, you, take care of the, you take care of the money when you take care of it. I got this for you. And that goes from an SMU law grad, top of, top of the line, half Asian, skilled guy, all the degrees that you could look at on a resume and be impressed with. It goes from that to the most recent intern we hired. Every single person at some point in this company, in this movement, says, that's okay. I got it. And that really touched me a lot this week. So I've been stressed, but I know we're going to get through it. And you know, he sent me some, uh, he sent me that proverb, and I sent him back. I'll leave you with this. Because this has always been actually my favorite uh, Bible verse. And it's something when we talk about guided meditation or people have their mantra, you know, most of that is silly. But um, I had this in my old office. I actually have it written on a piece of paper. I think I'm going to mount it over my wall. And hopefully I know a lot of people, you're not dealing with Twitter, you're not dealing with YouTube, but everyone has their fights. Everyone has their fights to deal with. I know that your struggle may be way bigger. It could be cancer. It could be something going on with a relative who's sick. It could be maybe you don't know where your next paycheck is coming from. I understand that what we have is not as big of a deal as a lot of you. Believe me, this is not some kind of a victim complex. What I'm saying is I appreciate that we're able to do this with you. And I appreciate that you going through your own shit, and don't censor that for me, you going through the shit that I know you're going through. I know, I get your letters. I get them. I don't get to read all of them, but even if I just scan through a few dozen a day, I get them. I know what you're going through. I know it sucks. And the fact that you choose to support us, the fact that you choose to be a part of this, I cannot, that's why we never just go out and go, oh, look at our, look at all of our plays. No, 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 no. I say, oh my God, look at, look at all of these plays. Look at, look at where we are. Look at how much we've grown. Look at how we are being targeted and hit my knees with gratitude. Because we could just as easily be inconsequential. You could be going through your crap and choose not to make the time for us. So thank you, thank you so much. And I'll leave you with this, my favorite verse for whatever it is that you're going through is Psalm 144. I'm gonna go King James because I'm going old school and I think it has more effect. It's blessed be the Lord my strength who teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. And uh, the war's about to start. It's gonna get ugly. Really appreciate you being with us. We'll see you next week, maybe live at SMU March 22nd. It only takes